0: Static. Linked up with a couple exes just to make sure I'm protected. Cause losing me is like wearing heavy chains as your necklace. And I'm infinitely better, it's hard for them to accept it than any nigga they had or any nigga that's next. And come on, they fuck around and do some crazy shit. Like try to lock me down forever on some baby shit. So I just tell them I'll be back on some lazy shit. They start asking questions, juke them on some shady shit. Come on, this the problem with being the same, trying to settle down early, won't have me in no chain, sitting side but I'm trying to be in the game, there's something deep inside of me that's just not easily tamed, come on, and I be trying to calm it down, something by my spirit is attracted to the crown don't want no wedding ring so i'd be dumbfound to cc every girl that i'd cc round town but if i did i'd tell them that i love him don't want no situation i just really want to fuck him. and after i come through i hit it crazy then i tuck him i just might leave a hoodie or a shirt because that's my custom i'm telling you i'm a pro at this shit my stroke back and forth like we be rowing this shit I feel
1: ahead with lies, but she be knowing this shit. So when it's time for goodbye, she start am privileged shit. drinkers, baby. Yo, what's going on? You got your host. Uh, which I don't know. People call me all kinds of different stuff. You know what I mean? They call me... Oh, they call me Reese. They call me Babe. My wife calls me Babe. Got my son calling me that, too. Um... <laughs> But yeah, you know what I mean? We, we 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 back with one of these episodes that we wanted to talk about. We've been trying to get this together for a very, very long time. Um, you know, if anybody's been listening to our Unprivileged Drinkers podcast, you know that uh, myself and my wife had a new baby. Um, she had some complications with the incision. So there was a lot of stuff going on. But we finally back and uh, we want to come talk to the people, man. We got a real, uh, I think, interesting topic that a lot of people overlook. Or when they do mention it, they just talk about it in a way that, it's very vague. It's not um, in depth in the way in which we want to discuss it um, today. So, um, without further ado, I'm gonna bring my wife in. You know, let her introduce herself, talk to the people, babe.
2: Hey, I'm Neek, Unique, but mostly everybody called me Neek. My husband calls me Babe, but you know that's it. I don't got no other fancy names. I
1: think I, I don't know. Do I just call you that because you, uh? You start calling me that.
2: All right, it's interesting. I, I, I don't know.
1: Communication is a motherfucker, isn't it?
2: It is. I, I don't know how we got there. I think it's been doing it for so long. I right, don't know who right. started it first. Right, right. It's, it's interesting. <laughs>
1: you know, I'm just thinking about it. Like, who started this mess? But, um, you know, before we uh we do anything, we like to do a little uh, uh I guess. Well, we think we call it shot o'clock, but tips, uh Right now, it's kind of like our brunch time. So, we're going to take right. a little sip. We got um, our favorite Simply. Shout out to Simply. I love Simply. Yes. Uh, this is Simply Orange with a uh, pineapple, but with a little kick to it. You know A little what I mean? kick to it. We got some right. Sip Shine to top it off with. And um, I got the Arnold
2: Shiner in mine. And I got the Raspberry Shine Yep, yep,
1: yep. So, yeah, this is a uh, – you can go to CW Spirits, pick you up some um, – it's, it's a pretty, pretty good product. Um, I love it. Shout out to Kyle over there at uh, Sip Shine. This is amazing. So uh, you're supposed to clink with your man first. That, Jesus.
2: I needed a little sip.
1: Oh, yeah, that's dynamite.
2: Yeah, this is really good. It's yeah, perfect.
1: Yeah. yeah, so uh, what's the, what's the name for it, babe?
2: Yeah, we're going to call this one a Mimosa. Mimosa. I mean, you get it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like I said, you, if you want, um, go to uh, cwspirits.com. Um, anything over $125 is uh, free shipping. Um, use the code UMP5 at checkout. You can uh, save a uh, percentage on anything you want. We also have something that we're going to try a little bit later. It's uh, like boba, uh, like little things here leche. Cocktail. Cocktail. Caviar. caviar. Yep. And um, this particular one is raspberries. We're going to try this a little later, but yeah, you can also pick this up at CW Spirits. Uh, whenever you get a chance to uh, go shoot over there. But as we were saying before, um, this conversation is going to be about communication and, and not just communication in a way where people just talk, but the multifaceted ways that you can communicate with all the forms of communication that we do have and it being effective. We've gotten to a place in society where I think that a lot of people have come comf- become comfortable, excuse me, with the idea of dysfunctional communication where that whole like the saying i said what i said even though that person may not agree with what you said you kind of like shutting it off after what you say is what it is you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i don't subscribe to that we don't subscribe to that you know what i mean we i think at a point in our relationship i think i played bully ball was like i said what i said and that's it and there was no it was no coming back from that where now we are at a place where we can communicate even through um disagreements as well as um let down stuff like that you know things that aren't comfortable you know what i'm saying and i think that's the part that is important for this generation our generation even ones before because there's a lot of stubborn people i know i have family members who didn't speak for years just due to whatever lack of um, understanding of things so that 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 is something that um it's important to me you know what i mean mm-hmm. like And I know that some of, I I wasn't always the best communicator in a lot of ways, um, no matter what the, uh, relationship was. So again, this is a topic that we wanted to bring to the forefront. Um, and you, and you're a great communicator. I think you always have been. Um, I think at a time where we didn't have social media, you were one to write letters. So (laughs) I think, I think that, you know, people can utilize maybe some of what you have to say in regards to communication, um how would you want to like kind of start and tackle what you think effective communication looks like without being toxic or negative?
2: Um, so I do want to go back to when you said people like to talk about communication, but they basically generalize it. It's really vague. Um, so what's been on my mind lately is a lot of what, I know all of us have been seeing on social on social media, mm-hmm. when it comes to communication and relationships, and when things are, may not be going the way you want it to, or you may not be in the best space in whatever relationship, an intimate relationship, romantically, or just with a friend or family member. And the consensus, it seems like, is that language that says, "You know what you did. I ain't got to tell you." And I'm a cut you off type of thing mm-hmm. where you cutting people off with no explanations. You are assuming that somebody know how you feel. You're quiet, but your actions is really loud. Mm, so you yes. assuming that, you know, she should know or he should know what I'm thinking or what I'm feeling. I ain't got to tell you we grown that whole, what I believe to be that toxic energy mm-hmm. is what does not speak to effective communication in my opinion. I think that that's very toxic. I think that cutting people off that you love or that you claim to love um, without no explanation, I think that's immature. I think it's, you know, I do think that it has levels to it where, you know, obviously if you're in an abusive relationship and, you know, verbally abusive, physically abusive and you just got to get out, you know, those type of situations I believe are the exception. But... To just not tell nobody how you feeling, and start acting funny, or just never speak to them again, or you're not reachable now, or whatever. I think that that's toxic, and I think that that does not show that we're able to hold successful relationships. Okay. So that's the that's the that's a big piece right now, only because that's what I'm seeing on social media a lot. That's that's the narrative, I think a lot of us are pushing and a lot of people, you know, they post something, repost something, it becomes bigger than what someone might have intended it to be. And now everybody, this is just the language. Like, you know, you know what you did. I cut people off without no explanation. It's it's just well, toxic.
1: Yeah. And and I agree a hundred percent because essentially, um, I'm new to most of the newer, plat- like not newer, but to the platforms like facebook social um and instagram things like that right um you know i usually i hide within twitter like nobody finds me there i'm cool there nobody cares about what i do right and it's just you know i like what i like but i usually my most um the what, the reason why i use it the most is because i feel like news gets there fastest okay um so that's why i've always liked it i'm big on sports people um y'all should know that if you listen to our Unprivileged drinkers podcast Big-time big, big time Cowboys fan has been there about five times to the stadium. I love, love, love my team. So anything that happens, I usually get my information from there. So that's why that form of communication works best for me because mm-hmm. I like to be, like, the first to find out something. I don't want to be last where somebody takes me, like, yo, you seen what happened with so, – such so. so I'm that person. You know what I mean? I like to be in the know first um, – I I just that's just like I said that's my comfortable way of communication. But going back to what you were saying, as far as how social media and, and the and the toxicity that comes along with some of these posts or things that people share, or if you know two people aren't on the same page, you knew they were, but now they're not, and they're throwing like indirect shots. Mm-hmm. It um I don't like seeing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like especially when I know it's two people that really got real love for each other. Mm-hmm. Um. It kind of like makes me go like that. that's why I don't want to be on here because I have an image of what I th- what I imagine people being like and then when I see this is like oh yeah y'all just like this person you know, just like that person and that's not to say that everybody's like that but I'm just saying like from a from a distance it just kind of like you bringing people other people into a situation where as if you just Sit down and talk to that person. Mm-hmm. And if y'all don't agree, that's fine, too. Like, you can agree to disagree. You can move on from that. It's right. not the end of the world. You know what I mean? It's just that time is fleeting. You can't, like, rewind that and be like, oh, damn. I w-. Like, you know what I mean? You yeah. hear a lot of those, excuse me, a lot of those uh, things that um, people do where they regret not doing this or regret not doing it. Because time, like I said, it, it ain't slowing down for nobody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we've all had to take a, a backseat to what COVID has done. Um, these last couple of years, like, you know what I mean? Like, there was people really, like, not okay mm-hmm. with being in the house. You know what I mean? And and luckily for us, we didn't have that problem. You know what I mean? I heard a lot of people like, man, we ready to kill each other. And we literally have uh-huh. never had that problem, like, and we've literally been stuck in the house together up until this point. You <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, really, like, you know what I mean? We haven't been back to work in the office like that on a consistent basis since then, so it's like... I think the biggest part of that is that level of communication. I think yeah. when you talk things out and you, you know, have an expectation of how you expect your partner to be, mm-hmm. it alleviates that anxiety. I think a lot of people realize it now that they have anxiety; they don't suffer from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But They may have anxiety that causes them to feel away and they react a, a certain way. So that's that goes into another part of communicating. I'm um, communicating because I noticed. Uh, your level of anxiety a couple of years ago and I'm like, okay, there's a problem here. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's a problem. Yeah, yeah, there's a problem here. You keep doing certain things like little twitches and stuff and I'm like, all right, it makes sense because even when you like think about it, like when we used to, uh, you know, at the old house, we were sleeping, you'd be like, oh, I just had a dream somebody broke in. It's like, what the,
2: what are you talking about? Like, Yeah, well, when you dream,
1: I know, if but it feels it, real. but th- but that's not that's not the point that I'm making. It's not the fact that you dream. It's the way you wake up after the dream, where you really like, no, we seriously got to get out of here because uh, somebody's gonna break in the house. I know it's gonna happen. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's not. I mean, not that it can't, but I'm just and saying.
2: not that it wouldn't have because it could have.
1: It could have, but it didn't.
2: That was during the time where people was like ex- like they had home invasions and stuff going on. Right. So it was subconsciously, I already was anxious about it. So dreaming it and it feeling real and. Having a kid at that time, everything just was piling on me in those dreams. And I wasn't having it just like, you know, I have the dream and that's it. I wake up in a frenzy and it's over. No, I was having the dreams multiple times. But that's due to to your anxiety, though. It was driving me crazy. So it was like, we got to go.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was due to your anxiety. But um, yet and still, um, I wanted to kind of like talk about how, you know, we both have like pretty big families. Um, Yeah. Like overall, my immediate family, as far as siblings, is a little larger than yours. But Mm -hmm. still, we have a large family in total. Right. And I've been privy to your family's um, communication styles and habits. You've been privy to my uh, family's communication styles and habits. Mm -hmm. Um, What is it? I'm going to start with my family first. What is it that you think that my family could benefit from? in your communication styles, like in your family's communication style?
2: Um, so, all right, so, so when it comes to my family's communication style, what I will say is that even if, even if the words may not be loving in the moment, mm-hmm. what I will say is that a lot of us have a mentality of not brushing things away. So, we won't sit on something for a long time. It's not no. going to be something that's going on where we ain't, we don't all know what's going on. It, it might not be handled in the healthiest or the best way possible, mm. but I do believe that, and this is just my immediate family we're, we're speaking about, right. I believe that we have the ability to get it out. Like we can, we'll say it. I don't think that time goes on where it's like, oh, I didn't know that you felt like this, or you know, Saying is not a problem, or if, and, if, and it really is. You know what I'm right. saying? So I think that we are more vocal Okay. at the forefront of things. Like I said, even if okay. it's not I, I received well, or even if it's not, I think it's out in the it's open. It's out, no,
1: right. Okay. I see what you're saying. It's, I, I, it's I didn't so, follow what you were saying. Right. Like, so
2: okay. benefiting from, you know, maybe looking at everything as an emergency type of thing, where it's like, and it's not, everything is not an emergency, but for me, when it comes to my immediate family, my mom, my sisters, I feel as though when something ain't right, it's an emergency to me, because I don't personally like to be in a position where me and my mom or me and one of my siblings aren't speaking, Mm -hmm. it don't feel right. Um, So when I'm in a seat where I'm involved in something with one of my family members. I overanalyze, I sit and I think for a long time and I try to figure out, you know, how can this be fixed? Like I'm a fixer at heart. I'm always looking for some type of solution. How can we make it better? Um, So I think that that part of communication is important to not sit on things and let let it fester to become bigger than what it already is.
1: I think, yeah, and w- I would say that that is something that we, and I'm speaking of my family, mm-hmm. we could um, do better at, because I know that we will allow, and that's not just my generation, but I know older generations in mm-hmm. my family have allowed things to fester over years, decades, mm-hmm. and not speak behind it. You know what I mean? Like, um, like even my, my my dad and my uh, my uncle, after my grandma passed in 2009, they didn't speak again, um, from my understanding, until... My uncle passed with COVID and that was like 2020. So you're talking about like maybe 10 years or so, 10, 11 years. Mm-hmm. So I think that, that like you said, like getting that initial uh, feeling or, or whatever that emotion is out there first to people mm-hmm. or to that person that you may be having that disagreement or argument with, at least they know what you're thinking and or feeling. Whereas though, there's a lot of times where you like. We kind of leave it out there, like you know what's up. Mm -hmm. No, you don't. Like you know what I mean. Like I don't know what's going on. You ain't tell me. You ain't tell me, right? (laughs) Exactly. Like you didn't tell me that, so how would I know that? That's exactly how you're feeling. And it's like it's that uh, that assumption of. You know, you know what I you know what I said. Mm -hmm. Like you know how I felt. Like no, I don't. Like you know what I mean. Exactly. We're we're not mind readers here, so we can't pretend as if, you know, that is just the norm. You know what I mean? Like, but we we but as a society, we are making that a thing. Like. Mm I said what I said and it's like, huh? I, like, yep. what did you actually say? Like, you know what I mean? Like people, and I get it. Nonverbal communication is a thing. Yeah. Nobody's going to take that away from you. Of course. You. Uh, but you know,
2: you, and you know, it, it can even go back to like when people say, I said what I said, or you know how I feel. A lot of times it's pride. Like for example, right?
1: Exactly. That's you know,
2: we all adult, we are, we all are juggling adult friendships and relationships. And if I ain't talked to my friend, somebody who I'm saying is my friend, mm-hmm. genuinely, if I ain't talked to you in two months, you know, some people it'll start going through their minds like, I ain't talked to him or her in two months. They must not fuck with me like that. Right. And it's like, oh, well, I'm keep that same energy. Mm-hmm. Instead of minimizing your pride in a moment and saying, you know what, I miss my friend. Let me call, let me text, let me be the one to reach out. Instead, we got this idea that. We want to, oh, you should reach out to... Like, I don't know. For me, I don't calculate as much. So a lot of times I I wouldn't always be able to tell you, like, last time we talked, I text you. Or last time we talked, I called you. If I miss you, if I want to talk to you, I'm going to talk to you. But there is a such thing as... And this is the flip side of that. It is a such thing as in your silence, your actions, your demeanor can be very loud to somebody. And it could come across as you know, you acting funny or right. you not feeling me. And then that's where the confusion starts when it could just all be nipped in the butt with communication from the beginning. If you just tell somebody how you feel, because that's that's another thing. A lot of times it'd be people don't like to feel vulnerable yeah. in a moment. So, and there he is.
1: And there he goes. Messiah right. Eubanks. Yeah, so this is our our new child. He's uh he's just waking up. Um, we was trying to get this done before he he, he did that, um, but you know I'm gonna hold it um, while you you go ahead and do that. But um, I agree with um pretty much everything that you're saying. It's just I, like I said, I'm trying to think of ways that I know that we can have better communication with um my family and my family dynamic, and and how I can extend that to. Other people out there that may be going through things like I know in my family, we have had uh, and probably will in the future have family meetings where people have to come and talk and sit down and be vulnerable and spill out what may have made them feel away or what what was said on social media that they disagree with or what anything It's just like it's all of these different things that kind of go into um, it go into like just dysfunction. You know what I mean? Like, and I've we've all seen it, you know what I mean? And it's unfortunate because somebody will say, well, I didn't know y'all was going to X, Y, and Z. And then it's like, oh, well, I put it on social media. Well, that wasn't for me. You know what I mean? You didn't tell me exactly. Um, so it's just like, it's one of those things where I just want my family, um, just to kind of like show a better, uh, Just be better with communication, you know what I mean, because we have so many tools at our um, disposal. A lot of us are following each other on um, TikTok. I mean, well, yeah, TikTok, you can say that, even though that's not really like, we don't communicate like that through there. It's more like entertainment, but like, you know, the Facebooks, the Instagrams, Mm -hmm. you know, all of those different platforms that people have that aren't being utilized in the way that they should be and they could be, you know what I mean, because it it could be used for fun and entertainment and that's fine, but... If you just don't want to talk to somebody or whatever the case is, but you still posting, like, you're so happy and everything's good. And it's like, well, damn, I called you, you ain't respond. I think that we need to take, a, a, you know what I mean, take account for that. Because sometimes, like, people want to hear from you. Like, and yeah. it, it is a, it's unfortunate that a lot of people don't know how to say, like, yo, I missed you. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I really want your presence not being at this particular event or not showing up for this. It hurt me a little bit because, like, you bring this level of that to it or whatever the case right. may be. so. I feel like if 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 we can at least get to a point where we are saying mm-hmm. what it is we're feeling without holding on to it or talking to the other person. Yes, you know <laughs> what I mean about somebody else's situation, and we've all done it. That's not. That's yeah. not, we're not going to try to make it seem like you know um anybody's perfect you get on the phone with somebody and are like yeah because they said I'm like yeah they do that to me too and then before you know you caught up in and like
2: yeah, well,
1: yeah I was talking to them they said I'm like wait but I was just I was agreeing cuz like, she do it to me too or he do it to me too but <laughs> that don't mean that I feel like you feel you know what i'm saying so yeah i just think that what you said it could work for my family dynamic as well where at least if you just get it out there mm-hmm. first um you know, it, it, it's, at least it's out there. There's no guessing game. Like, I don't know why they're not talking to me. I don't know why they, like... Right. Not, you know what I mean? Am I blocked? I don't see these stories no more. Like, all yeah. of that shit that and, I hear about.
2: And that's the piece, I think, for me. Like, I know... And I want to say that... I'm don't. I'm not i not going to say we all. But, you know, I, I know I've been in the past um, guilty of that. And not necessarily me saying, like, um, I'm not going to communicate, you know is a part of me that's a big, is a big part of me that feels like, you know, if somebody got, you know, something, a problem or an issue specifically towards me and they move funny and act funny towards me, at that moment I feel like it's not my responsibility to be the kid because I'm fine, so I'm communicating as normal. I'm talking to you, I, I might text you, or I'm being who I've always been. And when you start to move funny towards me or you make a choice that don't line up with the way our relationship has been, I get, or I've gotten, let's just say, I've gotten tired of being the one that I felt like I gotta be the one that's mature for everybody. Now I got to address what's your issue so now right. I got to ask you, what's your problem? Right. Because co- I already got to come. Yeah, I already right. got to come to you and say what well, my problem is, if any. Mm-hmm. But I don't have a problem. But I'm feeling like you had a problem. So now I got to come to you and make right. you be mature to say what's your issue. Right. Oh, because I was feeling like X, Y, and Z. Well, why you ain't just tell me? Like, so for me, I know over the years with a lot of my relationships, I've gotten to that point of like, I'm not gonna keep pulling people's teeth. Mm-hmm. If you got a problem with me say it if you don't it must not have been that important but if i notice you moving funny i'm gonna move out the way and that's just how that's gonna be but i do think you know certain things are um and with certain people i will say that that's not a black and white statement for me like i can't act as if i'm gonna be like that with everybody like you know if my mom (laughs) start you know just I don't know this is hypothetical. I ain't probably going to be like, "Oh, well that's what it is." Like I guess I'll never talk to my mom. Like it ain't going to be on the, nothing like that, but right. That's where, you know, the the communication like it really can eliminate a lot of problems um in the indirect communication too. Like it's hurtful indirect communication and not saying like, you know, the social media things like that cuz that stuff I feel like
1: you bringing in the world, like, yeah. Everybody you follow into the business, right? Making them guess, like,
2: ooh, who's she talking about? Which one, is, like, right? Like that kind of stuff yeah. is when when it comes to your family, when it comes to people who you feel like this is my close friend. I feel like nothing should be off the table. Like, I feel like when you know it's easy to do that with people who you are not really in close relationship with. To be like, oh, well, I guess we whatever. But when it comes to your family, your siblings, your parents, your, um, your cousins, you know, anybody who you feel like something happened to them today or tomorrow, you will be sick. Yeah, That's how I look at it. Like death is very real. And for me, I asked myself, if something was to happen to this person today or tomorrow, well, I regret where we are today. Do I feel like I've done all I can do on my part mm. to save or to keep this relationship healthy? And if I could say yes then that's, you know, that's cool. But if I can say no, if I'm going to honestly say no and I can self reflect and say, I could have done this better then I feel like it's worth a chance for you to be a part of the healing process. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and I started off by asking you, what did you think that would be, um, like a good communication style or or form for my family? Mm -hmm. Um, do you have an, uh, a suggestion of what you think would be good for yours? Or something that we do, I should say, right. that could be good for yours? Like, take the good with the good from ours and, and apply it to yours.
2: Um, so, what I will say is that before I knew, like, y'all was having family meetings and stuff like that, that wasn't something that we would do. Like, we've G. never really sat and said, you know, we're going to have a family meeting. Oh, oh okay. Um, okay. I know we just recently had one yeah. from my suggestion of being like, you know, let's all talk.
1: From my suggestion.
2: Our suggestion. <laughs> um, Let's all talk or whatever. Right. But prior to when I knew that y'all were having family meetings, I, I admired that because I was like, you know what? That's, you know, everybody getting together. Um, Somebody recognizing that something ain't right yes. and being a person to say, you know what? Let's all get together. Let's all talk. Um, so I think the idea of a family meeting is excellent. It's amazing because you're giving everybody a platform, right? Um,
1: and opening I think the floor up for you.
2: you, opening the floor up, and you know, starting it out with prayer, making sure everybody understands that we're all here for a common goal. That's because we love each other. That's because we want to all fix whatever is going on between us as a family. I think that that's amazing. Um, I do believe that when you have family meetings, in any family, there needs to be a willingness to be transparent, a willingness to be honest, a willingness to come and be present. You know what I mean? Yep. And be And participate.
1: Yep. Because if you have an issue, mm-hmm. which I think at that point, once if we're having a family meeting, it's already been... Understood that there's somewhere, a, yeah, there's a problem. <laughs> somebody know
2: that somebody that you right, got the issue, you got the issue. Exactly.
1: We're not here just to be like, oh, well, I'm good. No, we're here because we recognize that there's an issue, mm-hmm. and we've sensed a little bit of a divide here or whatever, a fall right. off in this and that way. So, um, I do agree with you. I think that would be. I think that it is great for um, anybody. You know what I mean? Because like I said, once yes. you recognize that there's a problem, then you know you can address it the right way. So, um, like I said, that that level of vulnerability, that level of transparency needs to be ever present during those meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I know that it takes a few people, a few minutes or so for people to kind of like get that level of comfortability. Uh, and there's our other son. There's Mason. <laughs> Um But, yeah, I think that, you know, once you kind of get into that groove of, of discussing, I think that, you know, people need to be vulnerable. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because if you have an issue, that vulnerability, some people look at it like it's a weakness, but really, I t- I've always said, not always, but I've more recently in the last however many years have been saying that the vulnerability can be a strength. You know what I mean? When you show that you show that this is something that you know this bothered me. You know what I mean? I hurt. That's that. You know those things matter. Absolutely. So, um, I just think that we need to, as a people and culturally, get to that place again where we can sit down and talk. You know what I mean? You sh- Yes, you want some orange juice, son? Yes. All right. <laughs> but yeah, we um, we just have to get back to that. And I think that we've gotten, our families at least, have gotten to a place where we don't all agree on everything. We don't always um see eye to eye. But at the end of the day, there's a level of respect, mm-hmm. at the very least, that right. we, we we hoping for. You know what I mean? Like, you don't come together and it's like, they wanna fight or you know that yeah. kind of stuff. We don't want that mm-hmm. in no way, shape, or form. Cause we all love each other. But
2: Yeah, and that's I think that's another thing that um I can say we can take from mm-hmm. your family dynamic is that I I believe that even when there are like, you know, if something is going on, um everyone's kinda able to coexist and still enjoy themselves together. Um in moments where it's not necessary to b- to bring that energy. Let's just right. say that, like, in times where we have to be around each other and the energy is not necessary, like, it's not the time or the place type of thing. Um, I think that everyone does good at, you know, respecting each other and mm-hmm. coexisting in a way where everybody still feels like family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. Um- so, yeah, we don't know how much longer we're we'll going to be able to do this because we got, you know, yeah, we, we got, got two kids. Babies. We got in 30 minutes. We actually wanted to get in 30 minutes. That's the funny part. We, we, we just reached 30 minutes and doing this. But, um, you know, maybe we'll have a part two and where we can kind of get back into this a little bit. He's right. drinking out of the container. He wants to be breastfed. <laughs> it's, just, it's a mess over here. But we appreciate your time. You know what I mean? We, th- we want to continue this conversation. Um, A little bit later um, It's Unprivileged Drinkers Recent Unprivileged Conversation About Communication Um, It's a hot topic Right now And I think That we need to I'm I'm happy To bring this To a forefront And hopefully People will respond To this comment And and let us know What they're thinking Right Um, But yeah We appreciate your time Thank you Unprivileged Drinkers We out of here Static
0: up with a couple X's just to make sure I'm protected, cause losing me is like wearing heavy chains as your necklace, and I'm infinitely better, it's hard for them to accept it than any nigga they had, or any nigga that's next And come on, they fuck around and do some crazy shit, like trying to lock me down forever on some baby shit, so I just tell them I'll be back on some lazy shit, they start asking questions, juke them on some shady shit, come on, this the problem with being insane, trying to settle down early, won't have me in no chain sitting courtside, but I'm trying to be in the game, there's something deep inside of me that's just not easily tamed, come on, and I be trying to calm it down, but something by my spirit is attracted to the crown, don't want no wedding ring, so I be dumbfound to CC every girl that I would CC round town, but if I did, I'd tell them that I love them don't want no situation, I just really want to fuck him, and after I come through, I hit it crazy, then I tuck them I just might leave a hoodie or a shirt, cause that's my custom, I'm telling you pro at this shit, my stroke back and forth like we be rolling this shit, I fill her head with lies, but she be knowing this shit, so when it's time for our goodbyes, she start holding this shit, come on, I'm all glowing this shit, dice in my hand now, so I be rolling this shit, and my bars like a river, they be flowing this shit, and her ass real fast, so I be holding her shit, come on, come on. Never want to smoke with me.